podcasting from the great state of Texas, home to cowboys, boots, and stars that are big and bright, comes a podcast host that sparkles wherever she goes. This is Gums and Gossip. She's the dental educator behind the mask and the hygienist with a lot of heart, ready to share her advice, her stories, and her special guests from the other side of the dental chair. And now, here's your host, Hope Lloyd. Welcome, everybody, to Gums and Gossip Podcast. My name is Hope, and I am so excited to share my new friend, Bex Beltran. She is an awesome fellow podcast host with Release Your Resistance Podcast, where she helps release resistance that's blocking you from life that you want. She is a journal super fan. She is a life coach where she teaches moving forward in your life and self-awareness. And she really resonated with me. And I know the listeners, I invited her on my show because she's going to resonate with you as well. She has this unique way of thinking. She has creative conversations with humor and honesty and this mutual positivity that we both share. So I am so excited to introduce Bex to the show. Thank you. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. My goal was to create a podcast where I had pickup lines and I reached out on social media, put it out there and you came back with, you know, I have a journal that I can share with you. I don't really have any big words of wisdom, hope, but I can do. And it was just this real brief little blurb about I have a journal that I can share. I thought, wow, that's really cool. I have a bunch of pickup lines. You have a journal. So explain the journal about that. Yes. And I got this idea for the journal and it just made me so excited and and it, it made me laugh to myself that I just decided to create the journal and put it out in the world. And if nobody else even liked it, I didn't even care because I had already just gotten so much enjoyment from it. But the journal is like a play on words. The official title is a, it's a guided notebook to love yourself, right? But on the on the cover, it does say the words, pick yourself up. And that can have a double meaning, right? Because pick up lines, it's like, how do you pick someone up? But then the other thing is if we want to love ourselves, we can be in charge of that by picking ourselves up. So the whole concept of the journal It's a blank journal with lined pages, but at the top of each page, there's a prompt. And on the left-hand page, it's a cheesy pickup line that we can talk about and laugh about. But on the right-hand side, it's like a more thoughtful, awareness-producing version of that pickup line. And I can give you some examples if you want. But I just thought it was so fun for people to flip through and find a goofy cheesy pickup line that kind of like catches their interest that'll pick them up but then also to have the chance to then think about it thoughtfully about their own lives and how they feel about themselves and then journal about that and that is definitely a pickup as well i love journaling too and i have not journaled that part of it but i did write down a bunch of pickup lines that people because my audience knows that I have had some really dating disasters from all my previous episodes of dating dilemmas, disasters, whatever you want to call it, but they were all lessons learned. So I thought it was very appropriate with the journaling because we can kind of discuss what the what it means. I want your take on some of my 
my little ones. And so I was going to start with you with your pickup line so you could give an example. And then we can all laugh about different things as well. So I'm excited for you to share. Yeah, so I'll share with you the cheesy one first. And, I'll, and I haven't even really completely chosen exactly. So I'm just going to grab, I just flipped it open here. So I'm going to tell you the cheesy one first, and then I'll tell you the one that you would use to journal about. All right, so imagine that we're, you know, at a place, at a bar, I don't know where. And I would be like, I kind of sneak up next to you and I say, hey, is your birthday October the 10th? Because you definitely look like a 10 out of 10. <laughs> and this is bonus points for anyone whose birthday is on 10, 10. You are a 10 out of 10. So <laughs> what would you say if someone said that to you? You know, I would take that. I'd be like, wow, how did you know? <laughs> right? Would I, right? Would you be like, it is October 10th. Oh, my goodness. Right? <laughs> yeah. I'd be like, of course I'm a 10. Thank you. I think that's kind of fun. And it's very complimentary. And it, I mean, it takes, it takes some, you know, it takes a little bit of charisma and charm to walk up to someone and say, hey, you know, um, but what the way that you could think about that for yourself, if no one really does come up to you and say that to you in real life, if you wanted to say that to yourself in real life, a way that you could journal about it is to ask yourself what in your life is a 10 out of 10 right now? So putting you on the spot, yeah, what do you think? What is something in your life right now that's a 10 out of 10? I love that. I think I'm very comfortable with myself right now. And I feel that a 10 out of 10, I'm rocking life right now. You could write about it. What would be your 10? A very specific and very topical right now. I recently joined a, a little spa that's very near my house. And they have all these services, you know, spa services. And one of the things that they offer is they have this lounge that you can sit in these massage chairs that are like super, like not just the massage chair when you get a pedicure, but like these have like air pressure and all sorts of things that they recline They're They're super. And so what I've been doing is going there with my um, Bluetooth sleep mask. And I go and I sit in the chair and I get it all set up for 30 minutes. And then I play a meditation on my phone and I have the Bluetooth sleep mask on. So it plays right in my ears and I'm just sitting there getting the whole experience. And that is a 10 out of 10 for me right now. I'm just loving the self-care, the taking time for myself, the 30 minutes out of my day, taking advantage of the spa that I joined. You know, it's like a membership fee. And I'm just like, this is, I don't know why I wasn't doing it before. It is a great personal, you know, taking care of myself activity. I think it's very important to take care of yourself. And it shows, especially with these pickup lines, how you respond to things. It's, it's amazing how self-care points you in the right direction, because then you can take care of others as well. And I like the idea of really using journaling or any kind of mental awareness activity to notice the positives and notice the parts that light you up and notice the attractive parts of yourself, just like we do in a pickup situation, you know, what is attractive to you? Why would someone come over? Why, why does someone want to get with you? But that noticing it and, and celebrating it and enjoying it in yourself, 
is so good. Does draw people in because you have the self-confidence, you're taking care of yourself, you're journaling, maybe. I journal, like I said, too. So maybe you're you're yeah. doing all the things that are manifesting somebody to come into your life. Very cool advice. What is your other pickup line? Okay, let me see another one I like. Okay, so here's one. So the pickup line would be someone would come up to you and ask you, um, was your mom an artist? Because you are a work of art. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how I would respond to that one. <laughs> Maybe that would be appropriate, like at a gallery opening or like an art show or an art fair or something. Maybe somewhere where there's a little bit more of a kind of a creative artistic community. So on the journal, what you would write the way that you would write that about yourself is you would say, how are you unique and one of a kind? Wow. I love that because we all have that art in us. And I guess that would be an environmental pickup line. Yeah. And then just to think about how often do we take the time to sit down and think, okay, how am I unique? How am I one of a kind in the best way, in the way of a a masterpiece or a, a, you know, a singular piece of art that there's no other like it in the world. And you know that, yeah, how am I like that? I will confess to you, I am not the best compliment taker. I do not absorb compliments as much. I'm learning. It is a learning process. I can give compliments all day long, you know, like you're beautiful. You're so smart. We don't do that to ourselves as much. I've had to learn that it's okay to take compliments. So I guess in that aspect, if somebody did come up to me, I might laugh. I don't know if I would respond. I might walk away. <laughs> I don't know either. It would, it, it might, it would just have to really depend on a lot of factors, right? Because on the one hand, it would be like, okay, thank you. But on the other hand, it would be like, you know what, as a matter of fact, you're right. I am a work of art. I am unique. I'm amazing. Like how I mean, I'm sure there's people out there who would respond that way. My work of art is priceless. One of a kind. Yes. Limited edition. Okay. So I'm going to give you one. Okay. Let's hear it. So these are some that people have said to me, either said to me or have written to me in this online dating world. Here's one. I hope you know CPR because you just took my breath away. <laughs> I was already laughing at the CPR part. <laughs> I do. I love it. Okay. So yeah. <laughs> I hope you know CPR because you just took my breath away. Yeah. Okay. And being a dental hygienist, of course I know CPR. Right. I know. I'd almost feel like saying, well, are you okay? <laughs> Is there something I need to know? Right. <laughs> yeah. So how would you journal that? How would you respond? <laughs> What I mean, the first thing that pops into my mind is what's something that takes your breath away, because that gives me a chance to think about what in my life has been awe inspiring, or has been just made me like gasp, you know, like has been a surprise or such a great experience that it's really been breathtaking. That's cool. Because I would think immediately food. I love food. So some foods breathtaking. I don't know. Yes. <laughs> Yes. I just think it's funny. I go in a whole different direction. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, think about it. If you're at a, 
at a restaurant or at someone's house or something and they've done all this work and preparation they bring out this beautiful dish or meal and you're like oh, you know that's it that's taking your breath away you're so excited to see this presentation of this beautiful meal or or food or or treat or whatever it is yeah that's definitely breathtaking okay i'll do one more since you did too okay let's hear it yeah You've got a lot of beautiful curves, but your smile is absolutely my favorite. Oh, I think that it started out a little bit like, uh, what now? And then it ended like very wholesome. So yeah, that's nice. <laughs> I think it's because I get those because of my smile and being a dental hygienist. But of course, they want you to feel that they've noticed that you have curves as well. So I do, I don't know if it's a... Well, thank you for noticing, but it's a little awkward to me. To I think it's awkward. Yeah. I don't know that I want someone to talk about the geometry of my physical form. <laughs> but that's the online dating world. It's like, oh, you know, you they, they find you attractive and they think that's okay to just come out and say, hello, gorgeous. How are you? And you're, you're like, I don't even know you. So, okay, here's my, can I ask you a question? Because I haven't dated yeah. in many, many years. And so I'm not in this world or in this environment. So I, as I was thinking about our conversation today, I was thinking about pickup lines and why people would use them. And I do think they're fun and clever and they can break the ice and they can be just kind of a fun way to start a conversation. But also if someone can't really deliver it or doesn't really have the personality for a pickup line, I really think it's appropriate if you see someone that you're attracted to, just to walk up to them and just say, hi, how are you doing? Right. I think it's more appropriate to introduce some, you know, yourself and say, you know, I just noticed you. I just wanted to say hi. Yeah. I think that's so authentic. It's not like it, it, it does. It's, there's no game or playerness in there. And it's just very, you know, it's just genuine. And we don't have to feel like, oh my goodness, what am I supposed to say? I'm not a piece of art. I'm not a breathtaking. I don't have curves. <laughs> what, you know, like we can just say, well, it's nice to meet you too, you know? Well, I think because these are COVID times, the reality is that people don't, it's awkward to say things, so they write things instead. These are via text, they're via online dating apps. These are responses that people want you to find them so that you'll respond back. Kind of sets people apart and it kind of, it is a little bit different from then just saying, hi, how are you? Yeah, it makes sense. I would prefer, hi, how are you? And then say, how about we talk? Because I'm more of a communicator than to sit and text all the time and to hear these cheesy pickup lines. But that's just personally me. <laughs> I guess it depends on the personality, right? If you if you want to be playful and funny and use some jokiness, or if you just want to be like, well, who are you really? Like, who's the person who's messaging me here? Do you have one or you want me to go? I'll give you one more because you were talking about writing. So this one works better in writing than in saying it out loud. Okay. Okay. So imagine it being sent on a message or, you know, in text. And the question is, are you French? Because I fell for you. And it's the word Eiffel, like Eiffel Tower. <laughs> <laughs> so it's because I fell for, for you. And I wonder, I don't know if there is an Eiffel Tower emoji but that would be fun to put after that, right? That's very interesting. I would laugh at that one. Me too. I would love it because I studied French. I'd be like, what? 
how did you know? Yes. <laughs> That's really funny. So what would you journal? That one is very, you know, country specific because it's a landmark in a specific country. So the journaling prompt is, where is a current dream destination of money, time, and access were no issue? What would you do? Oh, wow. I love to travel. I have not been to France, but that would be a destination that would be fun. So that would be catchy for me to see the Eiffel, Eiffel Tower. That's really fun. Especially I know there's still travel restrictions and it's crazy to try and get around, but I love, I, I follow an Instagram account of a woman who has a tour company in France and she posts the best pictures inside of Paris. I mean, best, most colorful flowers and best scenes. And it's, you just really get a taste for it. So that would be a way for you to kind of travel on Instagram without being able to go there for real right now. Yeah, a lot of people do travel through Instagram or videos, experiences online, but I would rather be sitting on a balcony in Paris having champagne. Yes, amazing. <laughs> Hopefully looking at the Eiffel Tower. Right, because somebody because <laughs> somebody sent that to me. <laughs> right? Yes. So if someone does send that to you, you should say, "Let's go. I'm ready. I'm down." You said the magic words. Let's book a flight. We're this is going to be our first date. <laughs> that would be a crazy first date, but that yeah. I, I would really have to know who that person was. They weren't just <laughs> kidnapping me to take me somewhere yeah. that I would maybe not make it. So I don't know. Oh, you, that would be... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. you would be able to get out if you needed to. Here's one. I always thought happiness started with an H. But it turns out mine starts with a U. I love that one. What do you think about that one? Do you like it? I think it's catchy. My name starts with an H. so <laughs> Right? Yeah. Right? So I think it's pretty catchy. And I feel like that would take somebody confidently writing that out. I would probably respond back. Thank you. Does it seem a little forward to you almost I mean not that any of these aren't forward but almost like saying like my happiness could be completely dependent on you like I always thought happiness was just about h happiness but now I think it's about you personally you specifically like oh calm down like be in charge of your own happiness that would be a flag now that you've pointed that out. I'm not very good at catching flags. <laughs> oh, but it's just cute. But it's just cute. So I would still allow it, you know, because it would be like a, a good conversation starter, a good icebreaker. As the journal prompt to go along with that one, what things that you want can really start with you? Wow. I I do a lot for myself anyway. So I'm trying to think of just we talked about self-care doing little things for yourself every day that begins with me and my choices that's a tough one okay so here's my answer to it and it, it is one of the ways that I live my life so it's so interesting that this one came up for us but anytime that I notice that I want something and it's not available to me or I can't have it or it's not currently available or something like this I ask myself Okay, so how can I create it for myself? 
for example, at the beginning of COVID, I w was also the beginning of my coaching practice. And that was like, I had this whole plan. I was going to be doing workshops. I was going to meet people and invite them and they would learn about me. And, and then that was all gone. You know, at the beginning of COVID, we didn't have that opportunity anymore. And I thought, well, how am I going to grow my community and find people who are going to know me and know what I do? And I was like, well, I, I guess I'll just create my own. I guess I'll just do it myself. And so then I started doing online workshops, you know, and just putting the word out and, and meeting people and trying to get them to come to the online workshop. I thought, well, if I can't go and have it in a, you know, a local place in a conference room somewhere, I'll just create my own. I guess that's how we do, you know? So I think, and you've, I think you've done that too with your podcast and with your business. I think you've said, well, okay, well, if I'm not going to be able to be in an office and, and work with my patients and with my dentists, you know, I'll just find a way to serve people with my experience and with my talents outside of that environment. Definitely. I agree with you on that one. I think that's a really good point. The Gums and Gossip podcast will be right back after a quick break from our sponsors. With Hope Lloyd. So what else do you have? Are you a bank account? Because you have my interest. I have that one on mine too. One of my one of my friends, this is not something that was brought to my attention, but it was one of my girlfriends sent me that when I asked prompts for pickup lines. And it was funny because I even mentioned I was out with some of the girls this past weekend and that came about again. So it's really funny how that one keeps cycling. <laughs> But the bank loan and you have my interest, I laughed forever about that because I thought, wow, <laughs> money. I guess people, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what to take out of that. What is your prompt? Okay, the, so I'll have two things to tell you. I'll tell you my prompt and then I'll tell you my snarky response if someone said that to me in real life. Okay. <laughs> okay, so my prompt is... If you were going to use that to journal about, you could write, what do you find so interesting right now? Wow. I need to take you along with me. That would be so funny. Like you, I could have an earpiece in on a couple of speed dates and then you could just phone me in or whatever and say, say this. And I'd be like, oh, let me give you a prompt. <laughs> right. <laughs> so that would be like, if you're interested in the person, you're like, Ooh, you talked about being, I have your interests. What are you interested in? That's a great way to get the conversation going. I love that. My snarky response, just because I was researching it earlier today, I was looking at interest rates. I was looking for a high yield savings account. Interest rates are very, very low right now. So if someone came up to me and said, are you a bank account because you have my interest? I'd be like, well, that's not saying very much. That must be very low. <laughs> That would be a good response too. You know, you'd have to think about, well, what are the interest rates? <laughs> are we talking 1980s interest rates or 2020s interest rates? <laughs> and then I would be thinking, well, are you a banker? <laughs> okay. Yeah. Like, oh, actually I do have some financial management questions. Could you help me well, out? Well, because when I mentioned that I'm a dental hygienist, the first thing people do is they 
point to a tooth and say, oh, I have this crown or something, or they tell me some of their dental stories. And a lot of times I just sit there and I think, no, that's really not what I wanted to talk about. I wanted to find out about you, not your dental dental needs. Yeah. I wonder if they do that out of like, kind of like a nervousness and they feel like, okay, here's something we have in common. I can tell you about this weird tooth situation that I have not thinking like, oh, she doesn't want to know this. She doesn't want to talk about this, but they're, they're just in their eagerness to have something in common with you. Maybe that's why they do it. Well, then I start thinking about the other professions besides dental, that there would be some really awkward professions that if somebody went on a date with those people, it would be having a conversation about different other parts of your body and how intimidating that would be. I guess people get intimidated about their teeth, but I would think otherwise with other professions it would be a hard person to get to know. Yeah. Maybe we should all just agree that when we meet people, we don't assume that the to- conversation topic needs to be about our professions. I think that would be a keynote for people to not talk about their professions, but to get to know people individualized, not talk about another pointer, not talk about their body image where they're, you know, they, you know, they're interested in you if they ask you out for a date, but you don't need to be sharing, Hey, I think you're so sexy right now on a first day. <laughs> Agreed. I think it's so much more personal and communicative to say, like, what are you passionate about? Or what are you working on lately? Or what gets you excited or interested? Or, you know, why do you wake up every morning kind of thing? Just because that's when that way we're not specifically bringing up work in case they're in a dead end job or they don't like their work. They don't want to have be asked about it, but they can share their hobbies, their passions, what how they spend their time. I think that's that's important, but I think people are awkward now in how they're talking because they don't really know with social media, everything seems prompted or it seems like they're not knowing what to say. So they immediately jump in to, hey, I think you're so sexy and beautiful, thinking that's going to just win you over. It's a little bit too much too soon, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a nice sentiment, but it also feels a little, hmm, yeah, it would feel a little bit strange, I think. Here's a good one for you. I don't think you have this one, but listen closely, okay? So I'm going to do it slow. Okay. It says, hey, and it has about several exclamation points. And it says, how are you doing, dot, dot, dot. Sorry, I don't mean to be weird. But you're looking so good. I wish I could plant you and grow a whole field of you. And field field of you is like in all caps. And then there's like a little smiley with stars. That would be a block immediately. (laughs) I don't know which way you swipe or what you do, but that would be an immediate no response and block. There's a field of hope. Absolutely. So I laughed about that when I shared that with a bunch of my girlfriends. I said, has anyone wanted to plan a field of you? I guess that's a really nice compliment. Like I can handle not just you, but multiple versions of you, (laughs) like multiple iterations of you. This is somebody I had, that was the first thing they said. I have never met the person, 
but it was weird. It ended up, I said, you're starting off. Sorry, I don't mean to be weird. Well, it was weird. So that was an immediate block. (laughs) Yeah, I think anytime we start a sentence with, hey, I don't mean to be weird or I don't want to offend you already, that should be your clue. You're being weird or you're being offensive, right? (laughs) I don't mean to be impolite. Okay, then don't say what you're about to say because it's probably impolite. (laughs) Right. You have no idea what you're saying and you're just saying something you've probably said to a hundred girls, right? Oh, I'm sure that's a copy and paste. Yes. Gotta be. Yeah. (laughs) Guys out there, do not copy and paste a bunch of pickup lines because we don't really want to hear it. (laughs) Right. And also the guy who wrote that, if that person's listening, I would love to know, has it worked? (laughs) It has anyone responded and been like, I love fields or I love gardening or whatever. You spoke to me. I had no profile pictures about gardening, so I'm not quite sure where that came from. <laughs> <laughs> so do you ever get the um, the urge to when something weird like that happens where you're like, oh, no, this is not going anywhere. Do you ever get the urge to just kind of be silly and play back like, Oh my, how botanical of you. (laughs) Like that doesn't mean anything either, right? Like what's that person going to do with that response? I wish I would have had that response. That would have been really, that's the earpiece again of you talking. Right? I would love to. You can just text me and be like, hey, Bex, this person wrote he wants to plant a field of me. And I'll respond, all right, please tell him how very botanical of you. All my listeners are going to want you to start like fielding out there all their pickup lines and and making notes of what your thoughts are. So this is good. Yeah, I, I do have a pretty quick, when I'm in the zone, zone when I'm in the right mood I am a pretty you know I can come up with things pretty quickly so I'd probably be very good at improv I've never tried it but I guess I would be pretty good at it because I like to my mind likes to jump to the oh this goes with that you know so yeah they can all text me with uh mid mid pickup situation except that I go to bed at eight o'clock so they won't get an answer until the next morning <laughs> we all need our beauty rest and you're beautiful so you don't need much you're you're gorgeous so you don't have any any worries oh well that is so nice of you to say okay I'll give you one more and then we'll wind this up okay okay love it mm-hmm. here's one that just recently happened and this was a, a girlfriend of mine she texted me this and she did show me the picture of the dude with it which made it even funnier his was you must have fallen out of a vending machine because you're looking like a snack with <laughs> with a blushing emoji oh Okay, well, that could have gone differently. If I would like to talk to that person who wrote it and offer, let's not call women snacks. How about if you want to stick with a vending machine because you love it so much? How about saying because you look sweet? Okay, like she took it as nope. She she said nope. The vending machine it cost what ninety nine cents for a snack. Yeah, no kidding. And you know what? Those snacks are stale, right? So. That is a last resort situation. Nobody is like, 
oh, I can't wait to go to the vending machine and do my grocery shopping or whatever. Like, come on, let's not compare women to items in a vending machine. That actually drew her to get off the app and delete everything. I just think we never want to refer to humans as things that we might eat. I guess maybe not for the first date as a pickup line, but I guess people, you know, might playfully, you know, right. put in food or something. Yeah. I have no idea, but... But yeah, no, no snacking. Yeah, let's not call people snacks. Right. <laughs> Good rule of thumb in life, not only in dating, just in life also. <laughs> right. And I'm sure these are all coming from, you know, women, from men that are to women. I'm sure men, that might be something in the future to visit. I'm sure men get pickup lines too from women about things. And that would be interesting one day to learn. Maybe I'll have a single guy on with some of his like crazy pickup lines as well. Yes. To hear what women say. Yes. That would be so interesting. I guess I'm like a pearl clutcher have you heard that expression where you're like oh my I can't even imagine you know clutching my pearls when I hear about people who are dating and people and the kinds of experiences that they go through and the kinds of things people say and do and I just think I can't even imagine I, I guess I got really lucky or I've blocked out of my terrible dating experiences out of my memory. So what a tough situation. So here I am picture this with all these like fun little conversations. I have these conversations with my patients as well. They just laugh. They almost spit water out all the time because they think it's so ridiculous. They hope, how is this possible? And they go home and I know they hug their husbands and their wives and they're very thankful. But the reality is it's a weird world out there. And I think people get extra awkward when they're thinking this is very important. I need to make a good impression. This is like a make it or break it situation. I know I'm being evaluated and judged right now by this other person. And there's a lot of hormones happening and maybe some feelings of attractiveness and attraction. So I think I can kind of give a little grace in that case, but I also want to encourage anyone who's writing those lines, give it like one more moment of thought before clicking send. Just one more moment of consideration, like, hmm, is this going to land the way I think it is? Like, maybe it will, and maybe it'll, because maybe the person has a great sense of humor, and, and both people are on the same level as far as, you know, they're like, both think it's funny or jokey, then that could be the start of something really beautiful and fun. But if the other person doesn't get the same sense of humor, it might not work out that way. I think a lot of people don't even know what their dating profiles say. And the reason I say that, for example, I had somebody that I matched with. I was like, wow, we matched. And so I made a comment about something from his profile. It was specific to say that the morning he wakes up early in the mornings. I'm not a huge morning person. When I wake up, I'm up. But my bed is so comfortable that if I had the chance, I would stay in bed as long as I could. His was that he got up early in the morning and that the perk to that would be that he could get Starbucks. So I thought that was very cool. So I commented, Starbucks sounds great (laughs) or something like that. He deleted me. I thought, wow, I don't realize, I don't think he realized what was in his profile. Oh, he didn't know what that was all about, huh? He must have forgotten that he had written that in his profile. You know, I'm guessing it didn't have anything to do with you. I'm guessing some other person responded first. Hey, I like Starbucks. (laughs) 
and they went out and they hit it off and then he had to delete the whole thing because now he was dating someone i do know very happy committed couples right now in my life who met on dating app so i believe in it i think it's a great way to go i think it's so much better than meeting people in bars which is how i met my husband you know so i just i love that it's an, a, an option especially during covid times where you know i i love that there's a way for people to connect so i love it so bex is in arizona so she's not in texas with me but I am on a dating detox. I'm not dating. I'm not online anymore. But when I do get online, I will be honing in and maybe possibly getting some insight from you, Okay. which I know that would be really cool to find out what your take of some of these things are. And maybe I'll share on a future podcast. We can revisit that. I would love to. Yeah. And I have no knowledge of the dating world but i do have a lot of knowledge about how people behave and how we react to things and how we think about things and so if that is helpful to kind of have a little bit of distance and awareness because when you're in the middle of it it's like super important and urgent and everything depends on it but when you're one step removed like i am there's a little bit more space and awareness maybe you know a little bit more objectivity so Probably everyone should have kind of a, I don't want to say a backseat driver, but like a, a co-pilot maybe just to be like, oh, don't worry about that. Oh, don't take that too seriously. Like, oh, that's a red flag. Back up. Get away from that. You know, just to kind of help give a little objectivity. I definitely think that's a great point to make. Last thing, I was going to ask about dental stories. Yes, and I want to thank you because listening to your podcast, it totally motivated me. And I was like, I've got to go back to the dentist because during COVID, I was also worried about, oh, you know, I don't know if I want to be in an office where people are putting things in our mouths all day long and everything. But you helped me overcome that. And it made me realize I want to go back. I want to meet my hygienist. I asked you if you would please come to Arizona and do some guest hygienisting here. So one time I went to the dentist as I was driving there and I don't like sitting in waiting rooms. So I'll just like time my commute to whatever, wherever I'm going. So I arrive on the minute. I'm pretty good at that. You know, so I'm like, let's say the appointment is at 10 a.m. I was driving there. It was like five till 10. I was there. I was on time walking the door at 10 o'clock. But as I was driving, I realized oh shoot it's the new year and my insurance now has changed like our health insurance like flipped over to a new company or something like that and i didn't know i thought oh i don't i don't even have the card with me i don't know anything about it and then i got all worried and i got very like in my head about it so when i got to the dentist office and they were like hey here's you know the intake form has anything changed and i was like actually yes i, ha I think i have a new insurance and they're like what's the new insurance and i was like i don't know <laughs> like i can't remember and is there any way you can look it up and i was just completely unprepared and like the worst customer you know like i don't know who i am or what i'm doing or how i'm gonna pay for this and i even thought i might have to just cancel and reschedule which is a whole big deal nobody wants that you know uh, but we did, they were very gracious about it. And they kind of like helped me. I was like, I think it might be this company because you call them and ask and I'll give you my you know, information and then they can look me up and see if I'm with them. And so they were like, I guess maybe they've had this situation before where people can't remember who their provider is. And meantime, I was looking out the window of the waiting room while I was waiting for them to like call or whatever. And I saw 
what I thought was one of the dentists, there was a woman walking on the gravel next to the um, dentist's office. She was walking back towards, she was wearing a white, you know, coat and walking over this gravel towards the front door. And I was like, what is going on? Is she like on a break? But why is she walking on the gravel or is she running away? Like, you know, because she wasn't like using the doors, you know, I was like, what? I was so confused and I was watching her and it, and then she comes in through the front door and I was like, okay, so now I'm going to hear why the dentist was walking on the, the gravel landscaping next to the dentist's office. Well, it turns out she wasn't a dentist. She didn't work at that office. She was a patient who just for whatever reason decided to wear a white blazer to her dentist appointment. So I thought she was on staff. <laughs> but what had happened was she also, like me, decided to arrive at her appointment exactly on the moment. And uh, when she pulled into the parking lot, she missed the turn. And so she just pulled into the next driveway, not realizing it wasn't the dentist's parking lot anymore. It was the storage facility next door to the dentist's parking lot. And for some, I don't know what she was thinking. Maybe she was distracted, but she went ahead and drove into the storage facility, which is gated. I don't know how she got in, but then she realized, oh, I'm in a storage facility and the gate had closed. And because she wasn't a customer of the storage facility, she couldn't like key her way out. You know, she didn't have a badge to key out. So she left her car locked inside and walked through the gate to come and tell the dentist's office, hey, my car is locked into the storage facility next door. And I have my appointment with you right now. And how do you think I can get my car out? Because they're not open yet. And the dentist's office was like, we don't know how you're going to take care of your car. Like that is not our facility. It was like, and I thought, I thought to myself, okay, first of all, thank you, non-dentist lady for making my situation a little bit less weird because I, I felt very guilty. And then secondly, I thought, oh, poor dentist office staff, here are your first two customers of the morning and we are both a big old hot mess. Like one of them doesn't know her insurance information. The other one gets her car locked in the storage facility in the middle of her dentist appointment. And so that was stressful for all involved, I'm sure. But then by the time I got back and sat down in my chair and had my appointment, it was lovely. I had a lovely appointment, <laughs> it all worked out in the end. I'm one of these people. I think things happen for a reason. So sometimes I'll give you my take on that. Sometimes there's reasons that you said maybe that person made you feel better because they had a different situation than you did. And then she's looking at you because she didn't know your situation either. It was a mutual bond, but it was a it was a great story because there's a lot of things people don't know that goes on behind the scenes of how we take care of patients. And it's not just in the chair. It's the whole team getting things together. And so it's great that they accommodated because you felt that you were embarrassed, but it's, it's happened repeatedly. You're not the first one. And it has made me better now. Whenever I go to an appointment beforehand, I'm like, do I have all my paperwork? Do I know who my provider is? Prepared you to be a better patient, right? Yes, that's right. That's exactly right. Yes. But you'll probably never forget that lady. I hope she got her car out. If she would have just, you know, sat down until it was time for her appointment and then went back and had her cleaning and her checkup and everything. By then, I'm sure somebody would have shown up. To the, and it's not like her car was out in the middle of the road. It was behind a gated, a locked gate, you know, so it was safe. 
Right. And we do have phones. It's not like somebody couldn't have called the facility and said, hey. I think it was just the stress of it, right? The appointment starting and now I'm in this locked gate and what am I going to do now? And I'm going to walk across this gravel through this yard and I look like a dentist, but I'm not a dentist. That would be quite a scene. I would be thinking, wow, what is going on? I was thinking that. I thought, this is a very strange morning. I don't know what's happening here. And usually that's a full moon day. Oh, I should go back and look and see. (laughs) That's what we have our full moon days where just the most bizarre things, if they're going to happen, they just do. Or Mercury in retrograde. I don't know if anyone follows that, but that's when like the communication doesn't work and travel is delayed and, you know, problems with technology. And yeah, that could have been the case too. Thank you for sharing that. That's awesome. Because other people can probably relate. Yes. And hopefully this will cause everyone to remember, show up five minutes early. (laughs) Don't drive in the incorrect driveway. Maybe don't wear a white jacket to your dentist appointment, but you can if you want. That's no problem. And then have your insurance information ready to go. Good point. I just want to wrap this up. We will continue. I think in the future, this will be a good conversation to have one day in the future on the next season, maybe. I think pickup lines, maybe they work, maybe they don't work, but you can also journal. You can also find out what your thoughts are and recreate different moments and make them more positive, enlightening, entertaining. And if not, it's a good happy hour, share with your girlfriends. Can you believe what this person said to me kind of moment? We get a good laugh. Even if we don't expect anyone to ever start a relationship based on a pickup line, we get a good laugh thinking of and talking about pickup lines. It's kind of a funny cultural phenomenon. I agree. I just really appreciate you sharing your journey and your resistance of and your podcast. I want everybody to know where to find you. So if you will share how to find you and how to get a hold of you. Okay, yeah, perfect. So you can find everything about me on my website, which is so easy to remember. It's just my name, Bex B, and that's B-E-X-B.org because I like to organize things. So bexby.org. when you go there, you can see the podcast, Release Your Resistance, and you can see the journal shop. So you can scroll through all the journals and look for this guided notebook to love yourself called Pick Yourself Up. And then you can read all the pickup lines and all the journal prompts that go along with it. I absolutely hope everybody checks you out and I will keep everybody posted on my dating. And I thank you for ending my season on a fun note that we had some giggles and I just love I feel like our friendship has just it's only gonna we'll talk a lot more I know and I can't wait to have you on my podcast too because I know so many people have resistance about going to the dentist and I think if everyone had hope as their hygienist there would be zero resistance people just be like let me like I said about going to the spa it would be like self-care they'd be like let me go get my teeth cleaned My patients do, they do giggle a lot and they do like the entertainment. So as well as the treatment. So I do appreciate that shout out as well. Yeah, I can't wait to have you on my podcast and see what we do in future seasons. We're going to have so much fun. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Talk to you later. Okay, bye. Thanks for listening to Gums and Gossip. 
and your host, Hope Lloyd. If you liked what you heard, help us spread the word by leaving a review wherever you get your podcasts. And tell a friend. You can follow us on Facebook and Instagram. And as always, we welcome your support on Patreon. Patreon.